Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm content creator Mary Barnett, also known as Mobile Mary. I'm the founder of Another Brilliant Idea, and I'm dedicated to helping women entrepreneurs grow their business with digital marketing and communication tools, tips, and resources that empower them to be bold and stand in their brilliance on my globally recognized show, Brilliant Marketing with Mary. Hey, everybody. This is Mary Barnett, known as Mobile Mary, and welcome to the Brilliant Mobile... No. (laughs) What's the name of my show? Brilliant Marketing with Mary. Thank you so much for showing up today. I am so excited. Like this woman that I have on the show today is going to totally blow you away. In fact, I have all these things I want to talk to her about. And just before we started to go live, I started admitting to her that I was having a little bit of a struggle in my business. And she was like, let's dive into that. Are you willing to be vulnerable? So in this show today, I am going to be totally vulnerable. I am a 30. This is going to be my 35th year in business. And everyone thinks I have my shiz together. And for the most part, I am blessed that I do have a business that is working well, but I just feel like God has a higher calling for me. And so I've been asking for prayer for being, showing the clarity in my purpose. And so the fact that I have the beautiful Wendy on this show is just confirmation that Um, God sends you angels when you are ready for them. So before we get into this, my dear guest is Wendy Paquette. And she is, I have to share this with you. She is a personal advisor and confidant to the world's top creators. So I'm so blessed that she's had time to talk with me today. And when you say it's, it's kind of interesting, like she's not all techie, like she literally lets the world bring her who she needs to work with because they are just show up when they need to. So let me read her bio. If you've never heard of this beautiful woman before, you're probably one of two that haven't heard from her, but Wendy helps people remove the programs that are holding you back. So you can actualize your deepest desires. She does this by using a technique that she pioneered and refined over the last 10 years called multidimensional timeline shifting. Is that cool? She's going to explain that today. As a result, her clients are able to access self-actualization. Hello. (laughs) We learned about this in college, right? Everybody wants to achieve that and helps them do it with extreme clarity, achieving limitless visionary success in life and in business. So without further ado, let me bring my dear friend on. Hey, Wendy. 
Hello. Oh my gosh. You are so adorable. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. You are so welcome. And seriously, like I, we have so many other things to talk about. And just at the very last minute, you're like, let's dive into that because that's what you do. So like, I don't know why I wasn't even thinking that we could talk about it. <laughs> so it's the things that you help you're used to helping everyone else with their stuff, with their shiz that you forget about yourself sometimes. And so, uh, and of course that's what I do. So I'm like, Ooh, that sounds fun. <laughs> let's go there. You're so cute. Ooh, let's dig into you. Nice. Ooh, um, yeah. So I'm used to being vulnerable. In fact, TMI, like I'm always like overly sharing the transparency in my business. So it is kind of appropriate, but again, I want to make sure before. Okay. So everyone who's watching realize that don't, don't, like, don't hang up. That's, that's like an old term. Um, don't hang up. Wait, but wait, there's more because she just got back from Cuba and she went there on vacation and she was telling me about some interesting vibrations that she picked up being in a communist country. And I was like, oh my God, we need to talk about this. And then we kind of switched to the last minute. So this show is going to be all, you know, free for all. So please stay tuned all the way to the end, because I think that you'll, you'll receive some clarity what you're doing. And this is what, what she's going to be sharing with me, I assume, is what she does for her amazing clients um, to help them kind of see where they're at and where they're going and where they should go. So I'm excited. So take me through it, Wendy, girl. Well, I want you to tell me. So hi, everyone. Thank you so much for, for tuning in. This Don't hang up. <laughs> that was my favorite line so far. Um, so let's dive into you. Let's see what's going on. So I would say, just tell me like what the shiz is going on. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> well, uh, as I was saying off air, um, I've been in business in, in December will be 35 years. And I think sometimes as a business owner, I'm trying to relate this to people who are watching because, you know, everyone has their own stuff going on, right? Mm -hmm. We all are juggling not only what's in the physical world, but also what's in our mental world, right? Spiritual world, everything is, suffers going on. We all have blood baggage and things. Um, and so I've always felt very blessed that, you know, I've been able to work in my own business for so long, but through the years, I have, oh, hello, <laughs> sound went crazy. Um, through the years, I have, I have definitely pivoted because as my husband would say, he says, you know, you just get bored and you want something new. And so you learn something new, you dig all into it, you get, because I'm so naturally curious about things that I'm an early adopter. And so I'm like, Ooh, how could this help people? Ooh, how could, so I, you know, go off on these tangents. Um, and so I think I've been doing what I've been doing for so long now. I'm thinking, Hmm, is it time for me to pivot again? And I'm, I'm not feeling as fulfilled um, as I have in the past. Cause what I've been doing for the past few years is doing full service marketing where I become like a CMO for um, people's companies. And it's kind of like that matrix brain where I think, you know, okay, cool. Like, what are you, you know, what season are you coming into? What kind of promotions do you want to put together? What partnerships can we create? How can we publicize you and get you on stages? And how can we, you know, craft your message so it's clear to your audience and it attracts people to you? And, and I've been doing all that for everyone else. And I'm always thinking about their business. And I think that I have kind of neglected my own and, and it's not like I've neglected my own business because that's my business is serving others. But I just feel like, I don't know, Wendy, I, I, um, I'm just saying, is this it? Is What's this the, all? 
you know, when you're feeling, <clears throat> you said you were kind of like feeling like a funk. Tell me what, what about that? What were you feeling? Like, were you going, was it more of a depression or what, like, what kind of funk are you talking about? It, it could be. Um, I'm def I'm a Pollyanna. So I've, there's only been a few times in my life when I've been in a serious depression and I feel very blessed that I haven't dealt with that a lot, mm -hmm. but when I have, it's been very apparent. So maybe there's a little bit of that coming into play. I went to a, a conference that for, for the first time, like I'm always like, they say fish out of the water. I'm always acclimating to my environment mm -hmm. because I really enjoy meeting new people and learning new things. I just have that, like, again, uh, unsatiable curiosity but I flew to Nashville and I walked into this lobby to register for this event. There's going to be 4,000 type A, you know, women business owners and corporations that want to work with them mm -hmm. all like, and I shrunk back. I, and that's not something I normally do. And I felt totally like overwhelmed and not in, I felt like, who am I to be here? Like these people are so much more important than me. They have so much, their businesses are so much more dialed in than mine. They have more clarity in what they do and they can offer so much more. Who am I? Who am I? Like I, I had a, this whole weird thing. And I remember a friend of mine just happened to text me asking me for a referral to someone. And I said, Oh, no problem. And I'm like getting all the information. And I, and I said, I'm actually hiding in my hotel room right now because I'm not, I don't think I'm enough to be out there or something. I made some comment and my friend is so wise. His name is Ernie. And he said, well, one, I think the Lord is stretching you and maybe you're feeling a little, you know, stretched, stretched. And two, he says, you obviously are going through imposter syndrome right now. You got to yeah. remember who that, you know, who you are and what you do and how you, you know, who you've helped. And, but I was so overwhelmed. I couldn't even do that, but it was interesting. It was, it was like, Oh, if, Oh, is that what this is? Like, Ooh, juicy. Yeah. So there's a it lot. It was weird. I, so I don't even know what to put my finger on. So I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Well, no, it's very clear for me. I, cause I, I see this a lot and it's not necessarily, it's not any of the above. Let's just, oh. let's just adjust that. Yeah. Okay, tell me. Well, imposters and yeah, not really, because what's, what's showing up is you you've forgotten your beautiful little genius pocket that you love so much that you're like freaking brilliant at it's so easy that little thing that one thing that you know that you can do all day long every day that one little thing and the rest of the stuff is all relative and important but the yeah. one little thing you've forgotten because somehow it, it kind of floated to the side and you're looking at all this stuff and then floated to the side and you're looking at all this stuff and now it's off the screen and you're like what was why am i what am i doing again why am i in here with them what am I doing here? This little thing's off the screen and you've kind of like forgotten what that thing is. Because when we have that thing here in our heart space all the time and we know that's our thing, you can learn anything you want, but you always go back home. And when you're home with your business, you can walk into any room with anything and know that your thing, your home, your brilliance can be anywhere in this room and serve anyone in this room because it's unique to you. And it's the category of one, right? That's the that. that was your brilliant marketing share that there is no competition. And I love that. No. And what that means is your little thing is its own little frequency, its own unique genius. It's you that you can apply to the appropriate aligned resonant business or human 
and know that you can support them in the best way possible. And when you know that, no matter what you do or where you go, you can't go wrong. It's when you have kind of lost, like you've kind of pushed it aside, pushed it aside. aside. Now it's off the screen. You've forgotten what it was. You're like, why am I here again? It's not top of mind. Right. I only do one thing. I could speak to a lot of things. And I I mean, you know, I have some extra capacity to, to utilize frequencies everywhere. But one thing that I know that's unique to me that I'm brilliant at that. I don't know. I haven't really met anybody else who does the same thing. It wouldn't matter to me if they did. It'd be different frequency anyway. Sure. Sure. But it's to identify limiting belief systems that are programs in your brain that are preventing you from having what you want. And only it's not like some people go to a psychic and they want all this information told to them. It's not like that at all. I can't, I mean, it's an infinite reality we live in. So there's infinite programming that we run on. Right. And it all shows up for us in our outside world. But where my genius is, is when you're walking a pathway, I'm able to see what programs, what things are running within you that are getting in the way from you accessing your target. And so it's very specific. It's, you're, you have a vision. And if you don't, we speak into that and you go for that. So that's when I say you've kind of lost what your thing is. Right. Well, it's pretty tough to remember what your vision is if you can't remember what your own little pocket of unique genius is. And so, of course, you're going to feel overwhelmed. Yeah. Because you're kind of like, it's like um, you're the balloon with the string floating in the air with no one holding on to it. Right. Yeah, where am I going? I don't know. I kind of remember. Well- Something that I thought was interesting that I don't know if this plays into it is the minute like Ernie asked me, can you refer me to someone? All of a sudden I was in my comfort zone and I actually called a friend who lived in Nashville and I said, hey, girl, you know, if you're not busy tonight, I'd love to buy you dinner so you can come get me. Like I was I wanted to run away, like I want to run away, even though like I know what I'm good at what I do, but I just couldn't like hang on to it. And so when I had dinner with her, she was looking, she's looking for a new job there. She just moved there. She needs it. And so I'm like, that's what I'm going to do tomorrow. I'm going to find you a job. So like my purpose now switched from me showing up to like, how can I find, you know, right. And then the next day I was like, so I was like on fire, like, Hey, do you have a company in Nashville? I can have somebody for you. You know, I was like, go doing that. Then the next day I saw somebody walking by in the exhibit hall, eating this Tozy bar, which is a product that my friend invented. And I was like, this is so random. I'm like, where did you get that? She goes, oh, there's a Tozy booth down this. I'm like, what? <laughs> so like I texted my friend. I'm like, are you in Nashville? Anyways, long story short, she had a booth there. I had told her you should get certified at this thing. And, and she did and didn't tell me. And she bought a booth. So I was like, oh my gosh. So I like ran to her and I was like, girl, I'm going to introduce you to everybody I know who needs to have your in their restaurant or in their building or this, you know, she's like, okay. And then that became my goal. Like I'm going to promote you to it. So I went around and I found, I'm like, come here. And I'm dragging over there. This is, you know, this is Stephanie and it's this amazing product and you need to have it. Anyways, I felt so fulfilled and I know what I do is promote others well, but I think that I have gotten lost. And like I said, it felt like I'm in a funk because maybe it's I don't I don't know the best way to deliver it or the best way to people ha- make people understand it. Mm-hmm. Because I feel so much joy when I'm helping other people promote themselves because I think what they're doing is amazing. So I don't know if that helps you. 
Well, no, it, it was, it's all the same thing. Like what I'm hearing you say is that when you connected with you, your beautiful genius is unique to you that you felt passionate about, can do all day and know everything about because it it's so easy. The second you locked into that, your joy returned, your spark returned, your energy returned, and you were off like a rocket. Now, was that the reason why you were there? No. You were there for a different purpose, right? So that's where the, the it's showing you the truth of who you are, right? And so getting you realigned with the purpose of being there. So part of your work is being on the cutting edge of all things technical. That's part of your work, part of your genius in order to speak into those things, meet new people, utilize new platforms, utilize new technologies. That's required for you to be you. Right. Your one thing is the beacon of light that promotes these beautiful humans that you love and appreciate because you believe in them and their products so very much. Right. It's easy to stay aligned with that. It's, it's, it's tough to fall away and go, I think it's something else because I'm bored. The only thing that happens when I'm bored is I raise my prices and I'm re-inspired. Honestly, truly. Okay. Why? Because time, energy, effort, education, and wisdom have value. And every single day that I'm learning and growing, there isn't a day that goes by that I'm not growing, learning, practicing, you know, experiencing, doing my craft everywhere, it's then up level, up level, up level, up level. If I'm not keeping up with the up level with my value, which is the dollar that I charge, I'm not happy. In fact, I feel crushed by the fact that I'm using myself and pimping my services for nothing. Yes. So, when you I, I only giggle about that because I used to joke and I hope people take this as a joke because it really is. <laughs> I used to, when I used to be, when I used to have mostly corporate cu customers mm -hmm. um, and I still have some corporate, but I would, that was who I was targeting. I would jokingly say privately that I was a corporate prostitute. I do anything for money. <laughs> right. Because people are like, Oh, can you do uh, service awards for 5,000 people? Sure. Can you do a newsletter for our real estate company? Sure. Can you do it? Like literally when somebody asked me, Hughes Aircraft, which isn't even around anymore, asked me to create a haunted mansion Ooh. as an employee party. Like I used to do like a lot of events and I'm like, sure. <laughs> and I was just, I've been like in my business in 35 years, I have such a wide niche because I have, was always like saying yes, then figuring it out. Yeah. So so that I always tell new people, new people, new entrepreneurs, don't do that. <laughs> Find something and go deep, right? And so you become the expert, go-to expert in that one niche yeah. or that one industry. So you're the people that somebody goes to. Where I was like in the beginning of my business, I was so eager and excited that I said, yes, 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 yes. And so um, that might have contributed, you know. <laughs> to the pimping. The pimping. my psyche, yeah. Because I don't know that I've ever used that word before, but it's funny that I did. But you're right. See, and that for me, that makes it fun and enjoyable because now <clears throat> I'm being paid what I'm worth to beautiful humans that can afford like that aspect of it. And they're ready for that. It's a different human altogether, a different echelon of people. And they all bring the next level stuff my way. And so I'm still doing the same thing that I've been doing you know, since I started, since I had my own enlightenment experience, since I had this magnificent gift show up, since I created the way that I can serve humanity best one person at a time, I am now the expert 
at it. I have been for quite some time, but now it just keeps getting better, 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 better. I could be in any room in any scenario with any human and not have any issues, no, no nervousness, no anything. And be like, I can nail that in two seconds purposefully. And it will cost you. Love it. Because I'm an expert in it and it's easy for me. So and people put value to what you do because you can help them find that clarity, right? And not fall into the funk, right? To have that Mm like a like a tuning fork, right? Yeah, absolutely. So for you, when you're all over the place with all your vibrational frequencies, so's the universe for you. Mm. When you're succinct and deliberate and on point. So is the universe for you. Right. You and you are the universe. Right. I mean, so, that boils down to confidence, right? I mean, it's another word of saying confidence, uh, confidence in what you're doing, that you're solid and yeah. that you can deliver what people need. Yeah. That's it. For me, I interpret that as competence equals confidence. Interesting. Because when you're competent, Right. You're confident. Why? Because you're competent. You can do it. You know you can. There isn't right. any there isn't any frequency I can identify. Not one. So wow. that has value. Right? So I'm confident because I'm competent. I've done it. I've seen and done some really wild ass shit. And I know that I'm capable of it. And I'm like, yeah, invite me in, man. I'm all about it. Give it to me. Give it to me. Right? One of those things. Yeah. So it has value. But I know right. that create it so that creates a confidence because i'm competent in what i'm doing if i were all over the place trying to up level and do different things i'd have to be i have to create the confidence by being competent again and again and again and again so you're starting over and over and over which means you're starting you're you're charging lower prices in order to get the value and the competence and confidence that you need so you're starting over and over and over instead of utilizing the one thing that's innate right it's promoting people and then being inspired by them and inspiring others into their product. That has massive value for having someone like you promote me and with upper echelon humans would be the biggest gift on the planet for me. That's what I would want. <clears throat> I wouldn't want all the other things or, <clears throat> excuse me, I would potentially think, okay, if you said to me, okay, Wendy, I got you. And you utilize the things that would support you to get there that's none of my business, (laughs) right? That's part of who you are and what you do. The fact that you're at the cutting edge of all those things, it matters not to me. Your genius, what you utilize to enhance your genius, that's on you. I'm consistently reading, growing, learning, experiencing, doing, which up levels when I work with my clients. They don't know all that stuff that I'm doing. They know that what I'm capable of doing is badass and powerful and it creates results. That's what they know. That's all they care about. And I only care about their results. But I never stop growing and learning and put diving into the new things and experiencing it so that I can grow in that space. And that's what's fun. And that's what keeps it new and fresh. Right. I I don't dive down the rabbit hole of something else that I need to do or try. I'm still enhancing what I'm doing with all those wonderful things, which is for you all that's required in order to not be in the funk is remember that is this common do a lot of business owners come to you with something similar or am i a freak yeah they do 
they, they come there there are many things that they realize and that i support them to realize that they're experiencing when it comes to business as an entrepreneur that is relevant when i show it to them in their entire life with their relationships and their family and their health all those things are exactly the same things will show up until we get clarity and we walk a pathway that has a vision that's right. so clear that can be enhanced and changed, but you're walking a pathway. Now, everything that shows up gets to be aligned. Right. Because if your vision's always changing, then the alignment is really like all over the place. And how can you tell? Right. Right. So stuck in a soup that just keeps getting colder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's, what's interesting when you say this, it brings up like what has always brought me joy. Like, as I said, promoting people, but when I've like helped businesses just find their thing or find who they should be working with, or, you know, the whole, like it, the term isn't used anymore, but something called cause marketing. Like how can you bless a charity through your product or service? How can we, you know, that's, you know, and cross promote with people who have similar businesses. How can we, you know, so I'm always like, Oh my gosh. And sometimes maybe, maybe Wendy, maybe it's that I'm, I pick up on their vibrations. And again, you know, this is something you understand much better than I. When people are all over the place in their business and I feel like I'm the one corralling and hurting the cats mm-hmm. because they're unclear and I'm trying to be clear for them and promote them. And they're like, oh, I don't know, just just do it. Like, And I'm like, if only I could take a USB drive and shove it in my brain and shove it in their brain and then have them download everything into me so I can best you know, serve them. And, 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 and maybe that's why I've been frustrated lately is that I want to serve at a higher level. I want to be able to promote, but I just haven't, I don't know. So here's, so let, let's get down to the crux of how the universe presents itself. If you so choose to understand it this way, sure. the outside world, the outside world, everything you see with your eyes, experience with your senses are direct reflections of your inner world. Okay. When you are experiencing chaos, that's who will show up for you. Ooh. Yeah. The inner world is going to be reflected in the outer world. So it's not the other way around. Right. Interesting. So when people say, oh, I'm so impacted by XYZ. What if you were to go, oh, I must have been XYZ. That's why I'm experiencing it outside of me. Instead of being the victim to them, you're the experience of your own self. Right. Ooh. In which case you are now an empowered creator, knowing that you're creating what you're experiencing. Wow. That's cool. <laughs> yes, it is. Because imagine when you begin to utilize that power of that knowing and source the clarity of who you are, and what your thing is, and how you can enhance it. And those people begin to show up for you. Wow. How freaking magical is that? that's the world that I play in. That's the world I get my clients to. That is the world that is so completely abundant with all things, love, money, experiences, business, like all the things, because the inside, what's on the inner workings of the you that's showing up in the skin suit is reflected in the outside world. (laughs) Right? Right. That's so Awesome because you're, it's so true. Like, oh wow, okay. 
<laughs> and I, I work with a lot of Christian business owners because I'm a Christian and you attract, right? You attract what you are right? getting this message. And I feel like sometimes I hear from them, well, I shouldn't have money because that's not Christ-like. I should be poor. And I'm like, no, no, no. God wants prosperity for you. God wants abundance for you because then guess what? You can do much more for his kingdom because you have the money to do it. Like you have the ability to, you know, help end sex trafficking and help feed the poor and how to clothe the the cold and to house the, the homeless. Like there's so much more you can do. And I think that's a, there's a chasm there. And I think if we understand that, um, we can do amazing things. And yeah. so it's interesting how you say that. I'm like, huh. <laughs> It's true. Well, what with those those beautiful humans, what my question would be is, how do you feel about it? Is that something I would ask them, or are you asking me? Yeah, you would ask them. How do you feel about money, and how do you what what do you feel you can do if you had an abundance of money? Right. And they would be like, "Well, I'm gonna pay my bills, take care of my kids, set them up for success, well, maybe feed some homeless. What else can you do?" Who else can you support? What other charities are you inspired by? How can right. you support them? What would their lives look like if you were donating your money, your abundance to them? What does that right. look like? Having the clarity of what they really want, what they really love, so that it can show up in the world outside of them. Because right. all the rules of any religion have been created by someone else. Oh yeah. Religion is totally man-made. Yeah. I, I truly believe like the relationship direct. I don't need a middleman. Yeah. So if that's the case, what rules are we buying that are showing up in our world that are detrimental to our love, joy, success? If it's detrimental, the question is, hmm, is that really true for me? That I must give before I receive? Or is it a two, is it a both equals a being? So I, I discovered something really cool and it just came out of my face this morning with one of my clients because she was questioning if she's like, if I have a do I have a receiving program? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Do I have a problem receiving? I'm like, do you have a problem receiving? She's like, well, I, I don't know. I'm thinking like she's talking about money and things of that nature. And I said, well, do you have a problem with giving? And she's like, I don't think so. I go, what's interesting is if you put this law of duality reality, there's right. both, both sides of the coin, always in 3D world. Right. If you take giving and receiving and put them together, you get being. Ooh. Okay. If you're being a giver and a receiver, you are whole. You're right. both. It's not right. one or the other. That's a perception of the mind. Right. Because you must give, you must, you know, you always should give to others before you receive. That's the dichotomy of what we've, the rules, the programming from the, some of the religious cultures that we've been taught that aren't actually supportive to humanity. So if that's right. the case, sometimes you run unconsciously on those rules without realizing it because we were so young when we were indoctrinated into like, the, for me, it would be the Catholic religion. Those things were indoctrinated with me from birth, right? So I right. didn't realize it. It was just running in my field of energy and it was showing up. What's on the inside is going to show up on the outside. So whatever you believe to be true as a program is going to show up for you on the outside world until you're until it's somehow addressed. Until I go, hold up, 
who made those rules? If I'm, if I'm to choose to serve right. a God, any God, any deity, anything, I also get to choose to know that that God is me. Right? We all come from source. Source is a deity itself. We are from source. Therefore, we are definitely image bearers. That's for sure. Yes. Made in the likeness of God. Yes. Which also means we are that which we come from. We are that. So, okay, that's the outside world and the inside world again. <laughs> right. Well, if- before you before you go on, put a pin in because something you said, I thought maybe maybe I just wanted to make sure I clarify it. When you said yeah. programming, it's kind of mm-hmm. like a computer. A lot of times we have programs running in the background, mm-hmm. right? And when we have too many programs running, our computer slows down, right? Oh. Because it's trying to chug through the data and trying to make sense of everything and work everything, right? And yeah. so I'm sorry, I'm a, I'm a tech nerd. So <laughs> I think like that. So when you said programming, I'm like, oh, yeah, because my husband's always like, why do you have a million tabs open? You're slowing yourself down. Like you're actually hurting yourself by having a, but I'm like, that's what my brain looks like. I have so many tabs open in my brain that I need to get back to. And I need to do this. and whatever. He's like, well, if you could just shut them down and work on one, maybe two things at a time, just think how much more efficient you would be. So I'm assuming <laughs> that you are talking about the programs, like you said, that we're programmed with as children or along our life in some way. So are you saying that you can help people delete or, or delete the program them or what do you call it? I, I delete the programs because they show up for me as binary okay. sequencing. And so you, it's funny that you say that about the computer, because I do, I have done a workshop, three of them. They were all about, they spoke directly into that. The skin oh. suit is the, the computer itself. The brain is where the software goes. So your thoughts, your thinking mind makes decisions. Those decisions are like a programmer going, okay, remember back when computers, you, they were like green and black? Yeah. Okay, so back then, that's what we saw, right? And this little square blinking cursor until somebody, a programmer came along and went, like, I'm going to program color into this puppy. And they're like, all the programming goes into that. Now we see color. Ta-da! Now we see color. I don't wake up in the morning going, I wonder if I'm going to see black and black and green or if I'm going to see color today. Right? Yeah, and because- God is the ultimate programmer. Hello, it ties that all together. Keep, keep going, I'm sorry. Yeah, right. So the programming is the programming. So if your program is something that's detrimental to you as a human, right, then it's going to run consistently and show up in your world no matter what. Why? Because it's programmed in. You're not going to like, just like I'm not going to wake up and wonder what, uh, whether it's going to be black and white or color on my computer. The program now is color. Right. So it's going to show up no matter what until a programmer goes in and goes, how about we see purple and white? Now it's purple and white. A programmer must change that. So it's like deleting the color program, adding the purple and white program. Now that's what you see. Same thing with a human. Okay. They're either going to buy and be indoctrinated into all those things and unknowingly, and it's fine. It's not a judgmental thing. It's like, yeah, that's what happens. The cool part is notice when things aren't working. And then you'll start noticing, wait a second, that same type of thing is happening everywhere I look. Huh? It's weird. It's like a pattern a program. And when you start noticing that, that's where my work comes in. I'm like, okay, I can see that program too. Let's turn it off. What happens is we turn off that program. You no longer see it or emote. So there's an aspect of this. I didn't share. You're emotionally impacted on a lower frequency with a program that's out of alignment with you, your true nature as source, source energy. Okay? Okay. So when you have a lower frequency emotion, 
It's an indicator to a program that's running that's out of alignment to your true nature as source. So when you notice that, you start using your emotions as the indicator going, hold up. <laughs> when this happens, I feel frustrated and angry and upset and irritated. Bing, bing, bing. That program is out of alignment with your true nature as source, which is a joyful, peaceful being on this planet. Right. So if that's right. the case, when you shut that program off, you will no longer have the same emotional lower frequency response as you once did. So that same thing, once we shut it off, I could run into the same thing again and have no emotional response whatsoever. I'd be like, oh, hold up. <laughs> Something's different here. I'm not having an emotional I'm not actually having any response to that. So weird. I have memories of that program, just like we can remember the black and green screen on the computers, but we don't have that now. I remember it, but I don't have, we're not actually seeing that. Now we're seeing color. Well, same thing when a program gets turned off, I could, I have this experience before. I remember being irritated, angry, and upset, but I don't have that now. Now I feel actually nothing cool. So empowering. It's crazy. Because I don't think people, most people, and I could be wrong, even recognize those. When you say, hmm, should I step back? I'm thinking, that is so unusual. Like, a lot of times, I'm so busy during the day, I wouldn't even notice, like, that those things are happening. And so I love that you help people slow down and recognize those Mm -hmm. things. Like, because then, by acknowledging it, right, then you can deal with it. Yeah, you're in, it's an indicator. So you can now know, oh, wait a second, I'm not a victim to this. It's an indicator of a program that's out of alignment with my true nature as source. Huh, I can, that can be changed. And when it's changed, what happens is that program that's no longer there fills up with more source energy of you, joyful, peaceful being. So. Wow. When you're looking at member earlier, if we back up to giving and receiving, when yeah. you're both, you're being. Right. You're not thinking about giving. You're just generous. You're not thinking about receiving. You're just abundant. Right. You're being abundant and generous at the same time. You are being it. Wow. You're right. And something that keeps flashing through my head when you say being is that I remember somebody saying once, I don't know who it was who said, stop being, stop doing, you're a being. I was like, what? They're like, you constantly feel like you need to be doing when you just need to be being and like self-care, you know, taking time to evaluate your triggers and things that go off that you don't know why. And like, right. And so we're so busy doing that we don't have time to be. And that's also and by being, it allows you to do all this self-work that I think like that's your gifting, like that you can help people pull out and say, yeah, this isn't serving me anymore. You know, you know what happens when you start shutting down all those programs, your life becomes extremely joyful. Even in circumstances like we're going through this massive, beautiful transformation on our planet with all human beings, it becomes more joyful in the sense that you can now see when you're triggered and identify programming that's showing up that once shut off will enhance the experience of the human nature altogether because we're all one energy from source in a beautiful individual skin suit that gives us this awesome experience of being uniquely us, which is why the one thing that you have that you love, that's so easy 
that you can get paid doing because it's so fun and you're supporting and giving other people is the unique aspect that comes from the skin suit alone. Because without a skin suit, when we pass, we're energy. We're just a tent. Yes. Translated to those who... <laughs> we're, we're the vessel, the right? Vessel. Whatever you want to call it. This beautiful, beautiful thing. This skin suit, this gorgeous skin suit. But when we don't have it, we're energy all together. Right. So yeah, we well, need this physical aspect of having the ability to choose. Even just for your, like, if you look at, come down to your clothing, your hair, your eyes, all the things that you'd like to do for yourself, that individual experience, there's no judgment in wanting to experience you as whatever, whatever you feel like being that day, whatever enhances your joy level spills out and enhances somebody else's joy level when that's what you're coming from. Unless you're coming from the space of competition, which in a category one, there is none. Wow. Full circle, girl. Like, you're so good. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Okay. So before, I mean, seriously, I could talk to you all day. This is just so fascinating to me <laughs> as we sit in our skin suits and our amazingness. Um, you mentioned that you just, and that's why you have such a beautiful color to you right now. You're glowing from your recent vacation. <laughs> we were talking, we we're talking about this before we went live and I was like, oh my gosh, so you just went to Cuba and I was like, oh my gosh, was it amazing? And tell me what you said. <laughs> I went, mm-hmm. the beaches are amazing. The experience, not so amazing. And why? why was that? <laughs> yeah, because they're a communist country and what, how they live is extremely limited, controlled existences in extreme poverty and their nature, well, particularly in Cuba, is to, because they're an island, is to thrive on visitors coming there and spending their money and, you know, and donating, because that's what, you know, visitors have learned to do, is bring extra things and donate the things because they can't, because they have the, I don't know what it's called. I, I'm not, I get to excuse myself and be not fully educated on communism because I will now learn that I've just come back. I will now understand it better by learning, right. educating right. myself. But what I do know is that they have, a, everybody gets um, a certain amount of money a month. Everybody gets it in order to live on. And you were saying that's like $15? It, it, accounts, to, it, it accounts to around, I think, $15 a day. A day. But their cost of living is well beyond that just for things like for women, tampons and pads and things are not even accessible. They're so expensive. So even your natural way of living gets hindered for granted. Yeah. Yeah. And so working. Okay. So I don't know about the whole island country itself. What I do know is in Veradero where I went what I was told by the native people that were there was uh, the area in Veradero is groomed for hotel restaurant management because it's, it's for visitors, right. For vacationers. And so when they go to school, they go through testing and the testing says, okay, you're great at this. And so this is what you're going to do. You're going to be that we're going to groom you into that. And that's your job. And then you go into that job. No choice, no. really. No, no. And it doesn't matter if you want to do something else. That's not your choice. Your choice 
is taken away from you. You're good at this. Your job will be this. That is you for the rest of your life in the service industry. So here's this, how I learned that. An incredibly talented singer with the musician. So very talented. In a conversation with other people says, this isn't what I love. This is just what I was good at. I don't want to do this. This isn't something I love. I want, I, but I, because I was good at it, this is what I'm made to do. Oh my gosh. So. Like a slave. They learn to do it because they have to do it anyway. They learn to, to do whatever they're doing with love because there's no other way to do it. Right. Cause it's not for the money. Cause they get paid very, 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 very little. It's they must find the love. So Cuban humans, Cuban people are so very loving. Hug you, love you up, hand on the heart. So grateful for your existence. So grateful you're visiting. So grateful for you. Right. Super grateful. Lots, tons and tons of love. Tons of love. Right. I see employees coming together and every day I watch, I went for breakfast and I see them coming together and passing by on their shifts. They come up, these two women, and I just was so in love with watching them. They come together, they grab hands, they kiss each other and give each other a hug and then talk about whatever. And then off they go changing shifts. And I was like, oh my God, that's so beautiful. So love, they know. Gratitude, they know. But they're containment and the control that's created it leaves very little to be desired very little so they rely upon visitors to come there and bring staff and so they tell you oh please tell your friends and please come back right and there we we need we need nylons and we need this and we need that right for for all things and what i realize as someone who can read frequency is that yes we feel guilty that's what normal, you know, we go there for vacation and now we feel guilt because we have so much and they have very, 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 very little. Right. And so now we feel like, okay, we'll bring everything to them. But I would, I would be compelled to ask anyone, what are we really, really doing? Right. Yes. It's wonderful to be generous and, and kind and loving and giving of all your things. Right. But when that's all they're waiting for, they're learning to beg. They're learning to tell you what they need. I need this. I need that. I need this. Now that's from a space of, so how I know, yes, you can declare what you require. Please like say what you need. But the catalyst for me was when I said, what will you do about this? What do people talk about? How, like, how do you handle this? And they say, oh, nothing. There's nothing we do. This just is the way it is. Like no hope. None. You know, is there, is there an ability like we were talking earlier about, you know, when you give someone a fish, they eat for the day. When you teach them to fish, they fish, for, they can feed themselves for a lifetime. You're going to give is, them- there any, is there any way of doing that? Are they allowed to even think about? No, 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 no. You do what your, this pathway is already laid out for you. You're given a little bit of money. This is your job. This is all you do. The thing that when my work, my, my ability to be able to see what's going on with programming What's there's a um, 
consciousness is different in everyone, right? So yes, that was my experience. And yes, it's probably different for every single human that goes there. And I did give away like three quarters of all the things I brought there because it's really no matter to me. Um, And I was, I I just love them up as much as they loved me. And that was yes, real and true. And so my work became real when I realized that the levels of consciousness that we all have about who we are as beings, nothing to do with our race, our culture, our skin color, uh, our country we live in, nothing to do with that, but who we are as beings from source energy into the skin suit, whatever that skin suit looks like, doesn't matter. Wherever we land, doesn't matter. But that we have the ability to raise our consciousness and understand things from a different perspective is our role in evolution, which is practically inevitable. It's either going to be slow or quick. For each individual, it's different. So my awareness of what's happening there is that there are some that are like, I'm out of here. I'm effing on one of those boats. I don't care if I die getting somewhere else. I'm going. That awareness that this isn't working for anybody is so high that they're willing to risk their life to get the hell out of there. And a lot of them do, right? They get to a dry land and they're like, yes, they don't care if they die. They're getting out of there because their awareness of what's not working is so clear. Now, wow. I always wondered, like, why would they do that? Why would they get on a raft and float for days where they could be eaten by sharks and die in that water? Like, they're that desperate. They're, as you said, their frequency is a point where they're not, they haven't been pressed down. So, yeah. And it was just their consciousness level, their frequency level. So it's high enough to be able to be aware that there's something else out there. Those that are still kind of, like swimming in the lower frequency, whatever, for whatever reason, like evolution in nature, they're still like, please help me in victim mode, right? Please help us. Please bring us stuff. Please come here. Please tell your friends. Now there's nothing wrong with that. There's no judgment in any of this. It's a high awareness of the vast range of consciousness. Right. And so where you at, where you are at on that level of consciousness is going to be how you function, where you function from. And there's no judgment. We have all been all those frequencies. Yes. So you can't judge, you can't judge anyone. We are all them. And yes. that the outside world reflects the inner world. Everyone you look at from the lowest frequency to the highest frequency, all you anyway. Right. So how could you judge you in the world in whatever way, shape, or form you are taking? Right. Wow. And so getting back to like your, you were feeling the frequency of people that were so on the lower frequency, as you would say, and they were just so depressed physically, emotionally, spiritually, like they just didn't feel like there was any hope. That they could, that was what they were meant to do. They're going to do that forever. And they would die not wanting anything more. Yeah. I mean, you can't, there's no feeling bad and there's no feeling good about it. It's a space of neutrality because as soon as you decide you're judging, as soon as you decide it's bad, you're judging. So you decide it's okay. You're judging the neutrality of it is that's the awareness. That's it. This is my full awareness is that a, a controlled perspective in one, a top down nature that the top has no concept or understanding maybe from a heart perspective of what everyone is going through, which is my, I imagine 
that there's such a distance that the top doesn't experience what the lower, like what the, I say lower, all the people are experiencing because they have no heart connection to it. Otherwise they would look at their brothers and sisters and be like, gracious me. Right. That, Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. Like that's where I hold the leader that of that, that communist party high in the sense that they're just such a distance that he's just not, he's just not willing to flip yet into the category of awareness of everyone that right. all their, all those people are, are him. Right. That all those people represent an aspect of himself. Right. And therefore he would want to get, he would want to be like, Whoa, hold on. <laughs> Things get to change. Right. Right and yeah. with evolution as it is, that will at some point occur. How could it not? Right. Well, well, you mentioned something that I thought was interesting. You said at the core of communism, like, because I was saying how concerned I was that a lot of kids that don't know any different are glamorizing communism because they think, I want everyone to have stuff. I want everyone to have the same blessings I have. Like, it all comes from a good place. But when it comes right down to it, human greed is that there are people who will maybe the higher frequency, I don't know, rise to the point where they get greedy. And they're like, oh, if you don't care, I'll just give you this much and I'm going to take the lion's share and you can, you can just exist. And then I'm going to convince you that you're not worth anything more and you just have to keep serving the greater good. And then it becomes twisted, you know? Yeah. I think that started, it started out with the, the the intention. And this is my, my roundabout perspective. Cause as I, as I go through, you know, my next, who knows how long I'm going to learn more so I can speak more into it. But from my understanding is that the, the idea, and it was just started from an idea was that everybody would have everything and never, you know, how much easier it would be for everyone. Right. Which is great. But human greed is real because individuation causes natural competition. It's in all nature to compete. Right. that's the the lower frequency of that perspective is that I need something over you. I need more than you. So everybody's in competition to be the better, the better, the better, have more, more, more. Well, that nature is what created the, you know, that aspect of competition and greed created the sense of power and power is what caused, you know, it to be so distant from the true potential of the idea that everybody could have everything. Now, everyone already does have everything. When you have the power of choice consciously, you have everything already. Right. If you're not experiencing everything you would like to, that's where the emotional aspect of an indicator of a program comes into place. And you go, what what programs are running within me that are causing me to live in poverty, in struggle, in competition? What are those programs and how can I address those programs in order to no longer experience that? And that's what changes the world. And that's what changes everything. We're here for the experience of growth and nothing more. Right. Right. We're not, we're not here to be better than everyone else and, and be higher, more religious, more pure, nothing. None of that stuff is oh. true. Real, all made up. Oh. What we're right. here for is to have a hu- beautiful, individuated skin suit, beautiful experience where I can love you as much as you love. I can love everybody if I want to and be me, which means I can lean into all my unique things 
Right. And that is the biggest gift I can ever be. And you and everyone watching this, each one watching this has their own unique gift is the best gift we could ever have from you. Is that right. competition stems from wanting to be like someone else, but better. Right. Yeah. That whole comparison trap. Right. And I, I admit I have, I have been through that multiple times in my career. You know, there was, when we used to do a lot of events, there was another woman whose name was Mary and she did all these huge glamorous, you know, uh, celebrity red carpet things, whatever. But then I heard that she was an absolute nightmare to work with. Mm-hmm. And so where I was first like, man, I wish I had those accounts, you know, and then people, my vendors would come back to me and say, thank God you're not like her. You're you, you actually feed us and pay us and you don't yell at us. Like, and so I was like, oh, that was stupid of me to compare myself to her. I'm being so dumb. Right. And then as soon as I realized that I, as you said, it's interesting, this is unlocking my brain. Um, (laughs) I, I attracted some amazing clients who then I didn't care because I knew what we were doing was blessing them. Right. But then, you know, I got into the tech world and I was like, Oh, you know, we're creating this software. We're doing, doing these other, you know, like we're doing all this, but they're doing this other thing. And, Oh, you know, and then I, when I realized, Oh, (laughs) So it's like this, and is that normal? I mean, Wendy, like, like you, like high level frequency and then something triggers you and you go down into lower, like well, pitch so and you go back up? High frequency isn't how good you feel. Oh. High frequency is how um, joy filled you feel. Not how good because you're winning, but how joy filled you feel. How joy filled because yes, exactly. Cause I love, when I love, if I'm not in joy, if I don't feel joy in something, I can't do it. So like, exactly. that's why I kept this Christmas decoration up. Imagine that. So if you're just feeling really high because you're doing so well, you're going to feel really low because you're doing shitty. When you're joy filled, you, you realize that the high points are beautiful and amazing and you relish in them and the low points are growth points and you relish in those too. Ooh, I like that. Growth points. Yeah. Well, you're learning something and it feels like you're maybe on the ass end of something, but you're growing through it. Yeah. It's like when kids have growing pains, their bones are growing and it hurts like mother, right. but they're growing taller. Same right. thing. It's going to hurt. But when you know that, how can that not be a gift you gave yourself? The allowance of growth. Yeah. So high frequency is when you can know and in, and be in joy in both of those awarenesses. When you're high on life because you're doing so awesome and you're above someone and you're beating someone else and you're making the most money, you're going to have the low shitty point where you're going to feel like hell's broken loose, why me victimization aspect, which is not high frequency when you're up there. It is just an, an experience of being high on winning right but you can win at your life and be so friggin' joyful right at the highs and the lows because they all matter if you don't have the lows it doesn't amplify and and, and project you up higher you can say the same all you want but you, you might not grow right but if you have something that like pounds you and you're like whoa that was like such a learning curve and i'll never do that again you've just went up a level for learning. That is so cool. Okay. 
I'm, I'm laughing because I, I was looking at, at a, that your brilliant marketing tip was be unapologetically transparent. Obviously, I have been unapologetically transparent in this show, but in life, like, right, it's okay to admit when things are not right and realizing them yourself. And I've always been like beating myself up that I've, you know, that I shift and I have these growth things because I'm so innately curious about, ooh, what's that new thing so I can help people with it? You know, and people are like, oh, you're just an early adopter and all this stuff. And, um, but I can't, I can't feel bad about that because it is the reason that I have up leveled how I can help people because I've gone through those growth spurts. Yeah. And well, um, I love you, that. That's so helpful. Yeah. You hold the vision of what you do and you're just adding to it. So you're not having much of like, there's no hard thing in that except for the fact that you're learning. It feels harder, but the, the full thing is still there. The full vision. So you're still you, you should brilliance is still there. You know, you're adding to it and you're adding to it and you're adding to it, but still the same thing you're creating at the, at the core of it. You're the promoter that is so in love with and believes in a human and their product that you're willing to tell the world and show them how to do it. And your brilliant mind gives you a million ideas on how to do that. That is gift. Now, if you look at someone from the opposite part of the spectrum spectrum where they're like, yeah, let's just pump as many through, people through as possible. Do the same thing for everybody and get it all out there and do the same. They there's no unique connection. And no one really, like, anybody can pay to have that. Do they really care about you? Who knows? Do they really love and believe in your product? Nah, who knows? I don't know. Probably not because you're going to pay them anyway. But when you have someone like you, part of your uniqueness is that you absolutely will not promote something unless you fully believe in it. And so are so inspired by that, you're willing to shout it from the rooftops. That right there is worth more than any program where someone's just pumping you through their funnel of promotion, like PR. Oh, do this, do this. Okay. Now do this, do this. Okay. Now do this, do this. It doesn't work for everyone because people have shitty programs in the way that will prevent it from working. Unfortunately. So right. Oh my gosh. I, I popped this up for a second because I just wrote this tagline today, empowering you to be in your brilliance. I always have bees everywhere because brilliant, mobile, brilliant, another brilliant idea. And what you were saying about receiving Right. And that you have to be, be weird. Oh my God. It's so wild. Like it's so true because you need to be in your business to be able to elevate yourself and be able to offer what you've been gifted with. Thank yeah. you for, thank you for helping me, helping me be unapologetically transparent today. Wendy. Oh, it was, it's so, it's so fun. I mean, that, that's my thing. Right. So I'm like inspired by you being vulnerable and being able to step into that space where you're like, yeah, let's hash this out. Let's see what's going on. Dig in girl, dig in. And thank you so much for sharing um, also transparently about your experience on your vacation. And again, you and I are both not experts in communism, um, but we've seen how it's failed over the years. And the fact that you physically felt that almost like depression, but the ickiness is, I guess I'm not very, (laughs) The ickiness that, that the feeling, right. It was beautiful and the people were beautiful. And, but, well, I suppose 
let me be really clear too. And, and this is my transparency. I don't have a lot of resonant lower frequency energies that I can feel emotionally that much anymore. And when I do, it's because I have programming that's indicating it. Well. I, I am a walking example of my own work. So I had some things come up for me that was frustrating in that that is how humans on this planet are still living. They're still living that way. I say right. still because it's not a new thing. It's still right. living that way, right? And there's potential in other countries to head that way if we as human beings individuated do not empower ourselves to vocalize the gift that we are on the planet to, to be a community, to come together, to love each other, right. to be part of a big, huge family of humans on this beautiful planet. Right. right? So, and we are all beings. We're obviously yeah. equal in that. We're yeah. all beings. We're human beings in a skin suit. We're all the same. It doesn't matter what color, shape, size, whatever. Right. The part for me, that was a high awareness was that that is real and true because until I experience it for myself, it's just a story someone told me. Right. And I didn't, I didn't know. I heard the stories. I didn't know for sure until I experienced myself. And I was like, oh yeah, there's a lot of interesting ways of being on the planet that have yet to be addressed. And that's, that was my Dutch, like my detrimental moment where I was like, are you kidding? <sighs> it's like, I didn't want it to be real and true. That was one of the things I was like, oh man. And I mean, you see it around the globe. We, you know, the media doesn't it's get our own backyards too. And yeah. I think that's, I mean, you live, someone can live in the most free and beautiful place, but if they're trapped in their own. Mm -hmm. On know, an island. Yeah. And that, I mean, that was. And not, and not fixing it. And that's the thing. I, I've met like 99% of people I've met in my life have been absolutely amazing. But the, the 1% who just are lost. And that's all I can say is that they're lost, but they're not willing to be found, right? They're not willing to find themselves and do better and expect more from themselves and expect more from people around them and, and lift others up. I mean, I say all the time that rising tides lifts all boats because I think it's so true. Like by helping each other, mm -hmm. you know, be aware of things and tune into like what you said is running in our bodies without even realizing it mm. by addressing those things, we all can become better and help each other become better. And we will all come, you know, yeah. so <laughs> I have shoes right now, Wendy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's true. Right. And so you can't judge anyone else. We just get to become aware of it. And when we become aware and we are being that it gives other people permission to be the same. I love it. I think we need to end on that because we just crossed the hour mark. <laughs> I seriously can talk to you all day. I love you so much. And I'm sorry you're in Canada which is so far away from me. Not cool. <laughs> Not cool, people. Not cool, man. <laughs> Anyways, but Wendy, thank you again so much. We've already taken our cute little picture before, so um, you have so many things to do. I want to thank you for being so gracious with your time, and um, I, I cherish you as a friend, and I really appreciate you being on the show. Uh, right back at you, sister. And it's such an honor. Thank you so much for opening up the space and being so vulnerable and allowing me to be me in this space as well. I'm so honored. Thank you. Well, I hope everyone, in fact, that's one thing I didn't ask you. And hopefully people are still like, still, still on the line. Haven't hung up. <laughs> Don't hang up. Still tuned in. <laughs> Is how can people find you if they would like to uncover their own um, stuff and get better, like what you do? Like, how can they find you? 
Um, they're on my website. So it's wendypocket.com. Okay. And, and I'll put that in the show notes so people can just click on the link. Sure. Thank you. Uh, there's a timeline assessment. Oh. And they can go on and book a timeline assessment, which means we'll go and see, like, where are you at? Where are you at right now? Where do you want to be? And, and potentially I can get a gauge on what's in the way in between and even see that you have a vision that you're really locked into or if you're activating, you know, your own beautiful, unique genius. So it's a pretty fun thing. It's a fun thing to experience in that space. And I always say if your people only show up when they're willing to face themselves and not a second sooner. So if someone feels really called, it's because they're ready to face themselves and really truly like come into who they really are. And that's, those are the, the beautiful humans that I work with. So that's what you're feeling. Then by all means, I would love to hang out with you and, and see who you are and support you in the best way I know how. That's awesome. Thank you for doing what you do too, because I think you're raising the frequency that's going to make the world a better place. So thank you for, for doing that. Aww. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Brilliant Marketing with Mary show, empowering you to be in your brilliance every day because we need you, man. We need your brilliance out there to make the world a better place. So um, I'm just so excited. So, all right. So thanks again. Tune in next week and we'll hopefully have someone just as amazingly brilliant as our friend Wendy is here. All right. You guys take care. God bless. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining me today. You can learn more about me, my products, and services at anotherbrilliantidea.com because everyone needs another brilliant idea. Make sure to join me for another episode every Thursday at 12.30 p.m. Pacific or 2.30 Central on my globally recognized show, Brilliant Marketing with Mary. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast. Welcome to Tuning In to Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonise your mind, body and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together we explore vibrations, frequencies and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning In to Sound Wellbeing today.